Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Legacy Cafe podcast with your host, Rob Lucy. Rob is the author of the book, How Will You Be Remembered? A Guide for Creating and Enjoying Your Legacies Now. So grab yourself a cup of coffee and find yourself a seat in the Legacy Cafe. Here's Rob. Thanks, Kathy. Yes, I'm Rob Lucy. Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining us in the Legacy Cafe. You know, when I started researching the book, which you now know about, I looked at how legacy is affected by all kinds of things, uh, ego and money and happiness and time. And then I wondered about how does legacy tie into religion, all the world's religions. I couldn't find anything directly, but then I ran into a line that seemed to say, this is it, this ties, this is legacy in a nutshell. Now, before we get into what this special phrase is, I'd like to introduce our guest. He is Paul McKenna, the head of the Scarborough Missions Interfaith Department. He's kind of a religious scholar. He knows exactly what this phrase is and what it will do. Paul, are you there? Yes. Tell me about Scarborough Missions Interfaith. What, what is it? What's it do? Uh, Scarborough Missions is a, an international organization working in different parts of the world, uh, promoting values such as pluralism, diversity, anti-racism, cross-cultural relations, social justice, and interfaith dialogue. And I am the director of the interfaith dialogue department at Scarborough Missions. What is the line that ties together legacy and all the world's religions? It's something called the Golden Rule, which comes in many different uh, written expressions, but the most common one is treat others as you would like to be treated. And I have a book that actually contains 1,200 different expressions of the Golden Rule from uh, religious and non-religious sources. So this is perhaps the most universal and prevalent moral teaching in history. In your view, does it tie into legacy? Because we're saying legacy is something that connects us, that makes us happy, it enhances our lives, and we can enjoy them while we're alive. We don't have to wait for our eulogist to tell us what they are. So we can enjoy our legacies now with others. Does the golden rule kind of fit in there? Well, first of all, Rob, thanks for reminding all of us that legacy has to do with how we are making a better world now as well as in the future. And the golden rule is is a perfect legacy, according to your understanding. First of all, it is universal. Second of all, it connects people more so than perhaps any other moral teaching. It brings out the best in us. Uh, all of these, I think, uh, really meet with your wonderful definition of legacy. There are other names for this in other religions. Is it always called the golden rule? It's sometimes called the ethic of reciprocity. It's not clear as to how the term came into existence. Some believe it came into existence in 17th century Europe. Others trace the term gold associated with this saying going back to ancient Greece or Rome. But to some degree, the golden rule is a, is a Western concept now. But what's interesting is that other religions are discovering this in their religions as well. And, and so the golden rule is slowly becoming a universal term and not just a Western term. How did the golden rule kind of take over Paul McKenna? Good question. I happened to be reading through a book of world religions one day, this would be in the 1980s, and I saw six or seven of these uh, golden rules from different religions on 
one page. And this triggered in me a commitment and an energy that I've, I've never lost. Uh, I mean, I saw it as a great unifying force. And eventually, I got the idea that if this could be presented in a visual form, that is to say, uh, as a poster, it could have a lot of power. And that is exactly what's happened. In, uh, the poster was published 17 years ago. It's now all over the world. You'll find it on websites all over the world. And all of this without any paid advertising. So it's mm-hmm. kind of a self-promoting universal ethic. <laughs> what does the Golden Rule cover? I mean, does it get into um, um, different races and economies and religions? I mean, uh, how, how broad is this line? Well, it is not an ethical system, and it's not a moral system. It's, it's more a guideline. The essence of it is to challenge one or inspire one or move one to walk in my neighbor's moccasins. That is to say, to feel the struggle of my neighbor, uh, to feel the joy of my neighbor. It also has something known as consistency. All of us uh, struggle a lot with our moral contradictions and how we are not practicing what we preach. But the golden rule and its consistency really challenges us to treat others if we were in their situation. It's It's called the same situation clause, you know. How would I feel if I were in their situation? How would I want to be treated? And then it gets me to reflect on that. I'd be curious to know what some, what, how it's growing around the world, but if, let's have a little fun first. Can you read us a few of the, how, how the golden rules is expressed in some of these 13 religions? Certainly. Judaism. This is kind of short and sweet. The Torah is really the main scripture and teaching of uh, Judaism. It's the main corpus. This is by Rabbi Hillel. What is hateful to you, do not do to your neighbor. This is the whole of the Torah. All the rest is commentary. What Hillel is saying here is that this, what is hateful to you, do not do to your neighbor, summarizes or capsulizes all of the ethical teaching in the Jewish religion. I've never asked any of my Jewish friends when it, when it says all the rest is, what's the word all the rest is? Commentary. Commentary. What does that mean? Um, because in Judaism, as in other religions, uh, people spend a lot of time writing endless commentaries and theological books reflecting on the ethical meaning of things, of, of the scripture. Like the scripture's there, so we study it. We write libraries full of books on it. And what Hillel, Rabbi Hillel is saying here is, yeah, the libraries and books are fine, but you don't need them if you just stick to this one statement. So the rabbi is, rabbi is being a little impatient, saying, this is it in one line. You don't need to go any farther than this. He wouldn't be anti-intellectual in terms of discouraging that. But this is what the golden rule does in general. It has this capacity in a very few words to summarize or capsulize the ethical teaching in a philosophy, whether it's secular or religious, in a religion, in an indigenous tradition. Let's do another religion. Many religions have more than one golden rule. That's just keep in mind. So the Hmm. native spirituality, and this comes from Native American spirituality, from Chief Dan George, who was both sort of Western Canada and Western U.S. there on the coast. This golden rule gets at the environmental issue. And the whole, going back to your definition of legacy, the interconnectedness of everything, Mm -hmm. he says... 
we are as much alive as we keep the earth alive. I'll repeat that. We are as much alive as we keep the earth alive. So you see, it's all interrelational, interconnected, everything. And to the degree that we are responsible stewards and caring for the environment, is precisely the degree to which we are actually full human beings. Paul, a couple of others I'd love to hear. Christianity and Islam. Can you tell us what their phrases are? Yes. Uh, Islam, uh, this is from the words of the Prophet Muhammad, uh, the, who, to whom the uh, Muslim revelation of the, the Quran was given. And this is quoted from a text called the Hadith, which is secondary to the Quran. And it reads like this, and it's beautiful. Not one of you truly believes until you wish for others what you wish for yourself. And this is very good because, again, it has this consistency dynamic. Like, how can you really be a genuine, authentic, good person if you are not really in tune and committed to what's going on in your neighbor, whether that's struggle or joy? So I think it's a, it's a very powerful statement. Okay, Christianity. So Jesus quotes the golden rule two or three times uh, in the New Testament. And again, he is coming out of the Jewish tradition. He didn't invent the golden rule. It came out of his own Jewish tradition. It reads, In everything, do to others as you would have them do unto you, for this is the law and the prophets. Now, this is much like Hillel's, Rabbi Hillel's statement, because when he says, for this is the law and the prophets, for this is the law and the prophets is everything to the Jewish tradition. That's the law and the prophets. And he's, again, saying that that is all summarized. All those teachings over a, you know, a couple of thousand years is summarized as do to others as you would have them do to you. Excellent. I've got to tell you, I'm, I'm intrigued and have studied a little bit of Buddhism. What does Buddhism say? How do they express it? Buddhism, again, in, in many ways, it's, it, there's more than one, but the, the one that we chose is treat not others in ways that you yourself would find hurtful. And you see that gets you to think about yourself and then to apply how do you want to be treated and then maybe how do other people want to be treated and then can you act on that? So that's a, you know, a wonderful statement in that regard. And you've got all 13 of these. We won't go through all 13, but you've got them on a poster. Correct. Tell, tell me what that poster's been the catalyst for. You've had, I think you've had workshops and you've developed a curriculum. You've had all kinds of things that have used this poster as the hub. Is that right? Yes. Uh, just a little story. Uh, 9-11, surprisingly, uh, triggered a tremendous amount of cooperation among uh, religions and cultures in North America as a result of that tragedy. And we sold thousands and thousands of the Golden Rule posters at that time and as a result of that. A Golden Rule uh, leader in uh, Ethiopia named Musi Helu adapted our poster slightly with our permission, and he has printed... 700,000, which he has wow. distributed across Africa and around the world. Um, we have day-long um, workshops for high school students in which they are invited to live out Golden Rule values by way of drama, art, 
music, skits, dance. The poster has been presented to the United Nations, where it is on permanent display in New York. We have developed um, an art exercise. We, what we do is we ask high school students to spend a few minutes reading the 13 Golden Rules. That just takes a couple of minutes. And then we ask them to close their eyes and think, what would the world be like if everyone lived according to the Golden Rule? Mm -hmm. And then after a few minutes of that, we ask them to draw, to put that into a drawing or a piece of art. And you would be amazed at the skill and beauty of the sum of what they produce. And this is all done within a half hour. Well, is this, is this giving your heart some hope that the goofiness that's going on in the world can be beaten back by kids like this who really understand what the golden rule is? And they, yes, and they do understand it. They, when they express it, if you ask them to say the golden rule in their own words, they will, they're not quite as articulate maybe as adults, but they grasp it. And um, so that's why the, the, the golden rule poster and the golden rule concept is very big in schools. Uh, it's an introductory thing. And yeah, I think, it, I think it is a hope transmitter. It's in the definition of your legacy. It's creating a better world now. You told us a story about um, the bishop in Africa. Have you got any other stories where you, you looked and saw, boy, this is working? We're hearing from people all over the world. A very common request is people want to put the poster into their book, you know, uh, visually or the, the writings themselves. What is interesting, too, is that it's very popular among people who might define themselves as atheist or agnostic. And you'd be surprised how popular it is with them. And I think one of the reasons for that is that they have a, they're troubled by many religions claiming to be right and everybody else wrong. And the poster sends an opposite message. It says everybody is right in that everybody has something truthful to offer. And this is consoling to people who have trouble with religion. They're looking for something to believe in, and maybe this may give them that. That's right, and it's, and it's the bigger picture, too. It's this idea that, again, the ridiculousness of some, some group saying they're right and everyone's wrong. Of course, this goes again. The poster tra challenges that. The Golden Rule challenges that. Mm -hmm. And we've had people come to tears when they saw the poster. Um, again, I think because it's this is what I believe in, their feeling. And finally, somebody has put this into a, some, a form that I, I can relate to and believe in. Well, I'd like to kind of think we can be the hub of world peace right here in the Legacy Cafe. So I, uh, you probably know I come from a, if you don't ask, you don't get school. Hey, Paul, can we give the poster to our listeners? Yes, you can. I'm donating the file to the Legacy Cafe, and people can print off and download as many copies as they want. That is fabulous. You've got also a whole bunch of other resources um, within that you've developed. Can you give, give, us, give me an idea of the swath of the resources you have? Um, what we have done is we have collected, I believe, one of the most comprehensive gatherings of Golden Rule educational resources, perhaps the most comprehensive in the world. And it is not just produced by ourselves at Scarborough Missions. We're featuring 
groups from around the world. Uh, in Arizona, for example, it's more difficult to get something to get religion to schools. So they're do you, they're teaching the Golden Rule in a secular, non-religious fashion. So we feature their curriculum. We feature videos. In we feature uh, the Golden Rule license plate in Arizona. There's a, you can buy a Golden Rule license plate in Arizona. Is that on every license plate in Arizona? It's one among uh, other charities. Okay. You, you, basically, you go to the government and apply as a charity. Great idea. Some American states have declared themselves Golden Rule states. We have uh, Golden Rule t-shirts. We have uh, long lists of uh, Golden Rule resources that focus on business ethics and the Golden Rule, which is a very big deal. Mm -hmm. In fact, J.C. Penney's first stores were called Golden Rule stores. There's a lot of entrepreneurs who use the Golden Rule, and one of them right now is the Four Seasons Hotel uh, chain. We have commentaries of famous people throughout history commenting on the Golden Rule. We have the poster translated into numerous languages, it's curriculum for schools, elementary, high school, curriculum for adults. In other words, a how-to manual for using the golden rule um, in whatever forum you happen to be in. Well, we can get our listeners to there because uh, here's where you go, legacycafe.org forward slash golden rule, and there you'll be able to download the poster that Paul has uh, graciously given us. Uh, Paul, you're going to hate me for this. We're asking people to write a story on eight different topics. People are going to write a story about their life, and we would like, I'd love to give the, the, the story that really affected us, the number one story, a, a framed poster. Can we do that, I'm too? more than happy to do that, Rob. Beautiful. Paul, what does interfaith mean? There's a movement now to see the other as uh, potentially a gift, that the difference is not a problem, it's something from which I can learn or grow or become a better person. Right. And that's the whole shift of the interfaith movement. And it's a very big tent. It's not just these 13 religions. And believe it or not, it includes atheists and agnostics who are happy to be part of this and who are welcomed into this movement because it's, it's, a, it's a place for everyone who is seeking to become a better person and to transform their religious or non-religious tradition into something that is going to create a better world. So this is all very good news. What I would suggest that I've learned, uh, having been in interfaith work for 40 years, is essentially growing to come to see the other, that is the thing that's different from myself, or the person that's different from myself, or the tradition that's... to see the other as gift. That is to say, to see that I am incomplete without being in relationship to this other. You've given us a gift with what we've done today and what you're going to give to our listeners. As I mentioned, everybody can go to LegacyCafe.org forward slash golden rule and there you can download uh, this fabulous poster that uh, Paul has created and print it yourself. He's also did what will give us a, a plaque, a basically a, a poster that you can hang in your home and that will be for the, uh, the, the story contest we've got going on. You'll learn about the story contest, too, at LegacyCafe.org forward slash golden rule. Some wonderful gifts, and there's a, lot, uh, there's a, a ton of other resources that, uh, that we'll lead you to that Paul has developed, and you'll see what, uh, 
through Scarborough Missions what this little phrase of doing unto others as you would have them do unto you has spawned around the world. Paul, thank you very much for the time. It was a great time. I'm delighted we've given our listeners this. We haven't talked a lot about legacy, but it is legacy if you uh, give and, um, and others will want to give back. And Rob, thank you for promoting this great gift of legacy. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. I'm Rob Lucy. This is the Legacy Cafe. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Legacy Cafe podcast. We have lots of great conversations coming your way. And by the way, if you want us to send you reminders that a new podcast is ready for you, go to LegacyCafe.org to subscribe. That's LegacyCafe.org. Have a great day. And remember, the coffee and conversations are always hot at the Legacy Cafe. Legacy Cafe.